0: Now let's get information. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T T Y. I'm petty all the time. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T T Y. I'm petty all the time. Hey y'all. Welcome to another episode with the Petty Party crew. This is your girl Crystal. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing?
1: Good. Good. This is Jory.
2: It's your girl Michelle. It's your girl Jess Nick. Hey y'all, it's your girl Amakalek coming out the set. What's good, everybody? <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today. You want to introduce yourself? Yes.
3: Absolutely. Hi, everybody. My name is Jennifer Eden, a.k.a. Slut of the Month, a.k.a. Fem Daddy, a.k.a. Biggie Shorty, a.k.a. Polly Pocket, a.k.a. Okay. Jackie. <laughs> I am a <laughs> producer, pleasure coach, and sex researcher based in Baltimore. And we are here to talk about sex. So I'm excited. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome it's an party. energy for me. No, it's, it's an energy, energy for me. For me.
0: <laughs> welcome, hey. welcome. This is a no. pro.
2: <laughs> no, thank you so much for joining us. Like, I'm really excited about this topic. How about y'all? i'm ready. I've been ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready yeah. all the listeners ready that's the I, I like i like i like talking about sex. so it's you know nothing new girl
1: be a lot of cap on this podcast so we gonna see
2: coming <laughs> from your end bro oh
1: okay but i want to oh, know okay. like i was thinking about it this morning like when y'all get in the car do y'all just hop in and go or do you find something to listen to or do you already have like a playlist ready to jam like on your way out
2: normally when I'm like leaving I already have something playing in my ear so I'll just take my earpod off and it immediately plays in my car and I take off
0: yeah I normally know but when I'm going riding in the car I normally know what podcast I'm gonna listen to or, or if I start a song I normally know what it's a random song it literally just be a random song I don't have playlists just to start off
3: though
1: I don't know why but when I woke up this morning I was thinking about Hendrix by future, and as soon as I got in the car, I had to play that because I was just like, I don't know why that was so heavy on my heart today. But literally, I hopped in the car and that's what I was listening to. No, okay. that
0: always happens. I always have
2: a specific song, oh, specific song in a, on my mind. Specific song on my mind. So,
1: you're in a future mood. mood. I am actually,
2: but wait! I don't am. don't take don't make it seem like she like she in the future's mood now. Like you know, future has gone through several moods. So like, he has. whatever mood you can apply to, listen to the album, <laughs> he's on fuck shit mood. So now, so fuck boy Before, fuck boy mood. It was bro. relatable,
1: literally. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the motto. Um, I feel like this is gonna be very uh controversy with us. So. The title is I Broke Up With Boyfriend After He Told Me How Much Money He Made. Now I Feel Bad. I met this guy about a month ago. He immediately swept me off my feet. He's always been a gentleman with me. He used to cook for me and give me foot massages and everything. He even started talking about marriage with me and expressed wanting a child with me. He's honestly the sweetest guy I've ever dated. But last night we get to talking, he's saying how I'll have to get a roommate to help pay rent. I asked him how much money he made. He told me, and it's much lower than I expected. I mean, he basically making minimum wage. I was shocked. I then asked, does he have a plan on getting a better job or working his way up? He says he'll either do the job he's doing now or just stay home. I then asked, how does he expect to have a family on that wage the, the nigga really said to me why are you worrying about money God will take care of us I was done I got oh, up and left his place and then I sent him a text letter on saying how we need to go our separate ways and we aren't compatible I broke up with him because I need a man who's on an equal financial footing or more than me but I really feel bad about breaking up with him after him telling me how much money he made so basically she wants to know Is she fucked up for breaking up with him because of how much money he makes
0: but it's like, wait. So if you didn't consider that getting in a relationship with him, I don't. Why is she just now considering that? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think so it, you, I don't think it's fair. There's like you get in a relationship with this nigga, you don't even know how much he makes, and then you break up with him because you find out how much he makes. You should have figured that out before you uh, got in a relationship with him. But she, I don't um, think.
4: Okay, go who ahead. Who said who picked me? No, I mean, like, pick me, because I want to answer. No, i, an answer. I, no, I <laughs> <laughs> What I want to say is, I don't even think it's the money issue, because I'm not going to lie, how much he made was irrelevant. I just feel like, you don't have a plan. He lacks vision exactly. because I've always said it's not about how much you make. It's, it's mm-hmm. how much you want to make. You know what I mean? And I feel like you're right. You are incompatible because you didn't have a cuz my thing is it's not like she's saying he not he not providing me with stuff. He's not paying my rent. He's not he's not asking for money. She's not trying to clock his pockets. He's just saying you have no plan to get yourself out of this situation. And I don't want to be here with you. So I feel her like you no, and her too. together, you need to separate cuz people No, I feel her too. I just feel like she have asked beforehand but yeah like
0: I don't have no problem with that like if we not here we not here and I can't help you because I'm not about to raise no man I'm sorry I'm not about to do it so I feel
2: that Jennifer how do you feel about it
3: so I'm, I'm feeling both of these kind of polls on this response so on one regard you get to enter a relationship with expectations, right? So if you're expecting that you're gonna have a future with this person that's gonna include a house and some kids and whatever, then yes, you expect that y'all are gonna be able to cover those expenses. But you also need to communicate those expectations. So going into the relationship, financial standards should have been discussed yeah Yeah. they they only been together for what a month a couple of months so like it's not unnatural that it's coming up now and yes you get to realize you're incompatible and move on for whatever reason now i think that it's more about like anxiety and pressure about the future than it is about compatibility yeah because it seems like she's thinking oh if we're gonna have some kids if we're gonna have a house i need you to make more money Mm -hmm. but like you're just chilling right now you don't have to necessarily put weight on like oh well we're gonna have this in the future y'all just been together for a couple months enjoy each other get to know each other and if this future seems like it's gonna happen then we can decide like okay well it seems like the money component isn't going to be there yeah the future that we're thinking about so maybe we either need to reframe these future plans or consider a future without each other in it
2: what i was saying because i agree with what you're saying more so i just think like I feel like as it like in this world now like we 're just so quick to get up and leave like you 're right because she never knows like it could have been like you know four or six months passed by, and like him being around her and like being influenced, he could like literally create something, something comes to mind like you know what I know i 'm right here, but I know like I have a plan to start this, that and the third, you know, we influence each other, so I feel like she just never gave, allowed him gave him a chance to even try to fly she was just like nah fuck it
0: but but I kind of feel that though because it's like again I've said this before like at this age are you getting in a relationship with a man who's already financial stable are you dating men who are already financial stable are you dating men that are trying to get there because there's going to be a difference in experiences in dating those type of, type of men a lot of men that are not ready to settle down are like yeah a lot of men that are not ready to settle down they use their career as an excuse as a clutch like hey i'm not where i want to be so you know i don't and, and that and that's fine so if you are not if that's the type of men that's in kind of in that area, then I would rather date somebody who's financially stable. Somebody who does mm-hmm. know like, okay, I'm securing this. I can start a family with this. I can, you know, mm-hmm. I can take this to, mm-hmm. this. I can have kids with this. So I feel her.
2: I feel like, like what if that was a so, test and he was just lying? You know what I'm saying? They could just be just playing. So for one, you can't things. test people. That's like, that's, that's yeah, off limits. I don't believe in, I don't believe in tests. Cause like, I, Unfortunately, this is not me trying to get we an ABC or D, but, I just think in general, they're clearly not on the same page because she's thinking about a family. She's thinking about a future and all he's thinking about is trying to get out of his house. So I'll be honest with you. I feel like she low key did herself a favor because men tend to waste a lot of people's time mm-hmm. and then no, they, they waste people's time. And so he might be like, it's kind of good that he told her this early on. So that way it's like, okay, she six months down the line, she really likes him and his ambition still exactly where it was when they first had this conversation. So I feel like it's just better. She left him while she did.
1: I have a question. Cause I don't remember who said it, but someone said that she should have broke up with him. Oh, like sooner or asked in the beginning, but they've only been talking for like a month. I feel like she's kind of on point. Like she did it in a good time frame. Like you kind of got to, you can't just ask somebody off the gate how much money you make. Cause if someone was to do that to me, like I would be offended. I wouldn't want to answer, you know? So I feel like in a month's time, they're comfortable enough. The conversation came up and she wasn't satisfied and her leaving in that moment is cool. I don't like, I don't think anything was wrong with that. She knows what she wants, but that poses the question do y'all like when when would y'all have that conversation with somebody about how much money you make in the dating stage then
0: i wouldn't even say it's about the dollar amount i I mean she even asked him about future plans or further and he said let god do it so at the end of the day like (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not about like hey I need I need to know how much you're making before I enter this relationship but it's like okay what your job well, you could tell some like if a nigga tells you he's a doctor you know what type of time he's on if a nigga tell you he's an engineer you kind of know what type of time he's on if a nigga you, you know what I mean so it's like that's the, and it's like if a nigga tell you he's working true. hold on but if a nigga tell you he's working at McDonald's you know what type of time he's on but Versus, that's
2: not necessarily true you can't yes like, it it's
0: correct, not yes you do what are you saying I'm not because
2: saying that. There's people that are engineers that have gambling problems and there's no money in the bank. So you can't necessarily say that. Like, you can't, like, say, oh, okay, because you're <laughs> in this career fair, I know what time you're on. It, that's You can't say that because someone can be a medical gate, doctor okay. want to play forever.
0: So, okay. That, you- that's no, I, wait. No, I'm not saying that they would not want to play for it. When I say I know what type of time they're
2: on, like, you know what type of time they're on financially. Like, you know what area they're in financially. What at- year are they in their profession? Because doctors out the gate are in swimming in debt. So, what are you talking about? I'm not talking about doctors at the gate. I'm just talking about a doctor. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, like, swimming in depth and making income is
0: a lot is different i'm talking about your in your salary that's coming into your pocket not like we. it's still it takes
2: away really
3: much about salary versus expenses right and like the money that you make and your plans to make money matching up with your future plans so i think in this situation for these two people to be talking about having kids together having a house together building a life together but then there's no talk about him increasing, either right. of them, increasing what they're contributing to the pot, then how are they going to afford kids? How are they going to afford a house? Like if her belief system is not let God do it, then yeah, they're incompatible because that's just not equal contribution to these future goals that they are talking about.
4: I agree. Yeah. Okay. And to answer your, joy, answer your question, Joy, you said when is a good time to, like, I guess, discuss financial, I guess, issues and see where they're at. Cause I know some people out the gate be like, what's your credit score? Do you have debt? All those other things. You know, I know people who get engaged and break up two years later because they've realized that their significant other probably makes a good job, but it's like a million dollars in debt. I think for me, like, I feel like a month is a bit early to discuss things like that. Sometimes you do end up screwed. You end up like really serious because you realize those are the only times you can have those conversations. But I think I I probably play more to the lane of crystal where it's not so much about me asking how much you make, but asking questions to figure out, okay, are you ambitious? Like, are you interested in, are you financially stable? Are, are, do we share the same goals as far as like investment is concerned? Like how are your how are your expenses? Like even like for me, like regardless if you are a safe gambler, I don't want someone who gambles. Period. So if you're the type of person who goes to the casino, I probably won't be interested. If you're the type of person who even spends money in the strip clubs, I probably won't be interested. So it's about having those same financial goals. I feel like this girl. I mean, she didn't really talk talk more about herself, but it seems like she's very like future and goal oriented. And if you're with somebody who isn't like that that can just cause a lot of issues because it seems like he's not the type of person who's thinking about tomorrow. He lives in the present. And if you're the type of person who doesn't, that could just cause problems in your relationship, period. I feel like she did Mm -hmm. good to bounce, to be honest. She shouldn't feel bad.
3: Yeah, it seemed like the question was, should she feel bad about it? And the answer is no. Like, you get to leave for whatever reason you decide you need to leave. Like, choose yourself. So Mm -hmm. if this isn't feeling like the situation you need to be in, then you 100% get to dip and not feel bad about it. I agree. That part. All right. So um,
2: I think we can all agree that she did the right thing for her, you know, at the end of the day. So if that's what she feels like she needs to do, then we all agree with her. Um, We're going to go ahead and move into our Petty Chronicle. And this is where we're going to allow our guest, Jennifer Eden, to tell us about a time that either you were petty the other person was petty and we're going to decide who was really the pettiest out of the two. Go man.
3: You know, I've really been like thinking about this question, right? Cause I'm trying to decide like how much of my or anyone else's business I want to share because I do aspire to be like, you know, pretty well known in the sex industry one of these days. So I don't want nobody to pull these receipts and be like, oh, <laughs> this bitch was talking big shit. Yeah, so, but you noticed the petty party, so exactly. But again, I had to <laughs> on where I was going on today, so I came prepared.
2: Okay. Oh, w'e ready. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready.
3: <laughs> okay, so here we go. I have a friend who has been cheating on her partner for a very long time. I have become rather good friends with said partner and I know many more details about the sordid affairs of said friend than the partner does. This friend has been treating me real shitty lately to the point that like we really, we're not friends at this point. Like we just, we not. We, we were friends for years, like a lifetime. Uh, but based on how she been acting lately? We not friends. So I guess I guess this is more of like a question to the to the petty captains here. Would it be petty of me to share with said partner the sordid details of said affairs? Of uh,
4: are they still together? Like they're still in a relationship? No. So oh, your reason for oh.
3: so your reason for sharing would be because y'all not friends no more. The reason for sharing would be one, I don't believe in, I don't believe in keeping secrets of this nature. Like that's just not, I don't believe in cheating. I don't believe in lying about your desires. I don't believe like, that's just not safe. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was keeping these secrets because she was my friend, but now her partner, former partner is also my friend. So mm. I don't feel the same pulls of quote unquote loyalty as I once did to keep said secrets.
0: <clears throat> right, and y'all's friendship has kind of dwindled down as well. Right. Okay.
3: Hmm. Um,
2: what I would say is absolutely not. Just because <laughs> she's a little petty, I was like, don't do it. Reconsider. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. don't do like, it. Don't do it. You have to think about we was it, all like, like, like mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would want someone, like, it don't even matter. Like, I get, yeah, we fell off, whatever. But at the same time, like, hold our secrets to each other. Like, it don't mean that just because we're not friends, now we got to start airing this bitch out and, like, letting everybody know what we was doing, this, that, and the third. I just feel like, you know, just keep it moving, keep it pushing, and, like, you know, whenever that said friend wants to to get back with your ex-friend, just be like, nah, like, you know, just, like, kind of sway them away. But don't sit there and, like, disclose all her personal affairs to that person. Like, that wouldn't be right yeah you know, that would that would because that would then hurt her in the end And it's like damn like now what, what was your intent did you yeah did, did you need to and not even just that does this friend this or this possible ex-friend have secrets about you i don't
3: keep secrets oh uh, so it wouldn't even hurt it was <laughs> like whatever yeah it's not i'm not worried about no retaliation like oh, well, if you're going to tell this, I'm going to tell this. Like, that's not the type of person that I am. But I, I believe in safety. I believe in sexual safety. I believe in full disclosure and transparency. And so I'm not a fan of the fact that these things are secrets in the first place. um, Or that I've been the one entrusted to keep them. So at this point, I'm over the whole situation. They've already decided they're breaking up. So I'm like, well i guess i don't have to keep secrets anymore because was, maybe um, so not like, maybe if that if the new part like
2: your newest friend comes to you and maybe ask you about like their past relationship and maybe if you know something now i wouldn't still disclose all the details but i would just you know maybe you could probably hint at a couple things but you can't tell the secret but
4: they not you even know. they not even friends no more like that but My heart is what it was getting cheated on. You have to do it like the guys. You know how guys be dropping hints that the, they friend and they be like, man, I feel, I, I, I feel like you could have been done better. Like, I'm so happy to see you leave. That relationship wasn't serving you. And you like, what's making you say this? <laughs> just tell me the truth. So you can Say stuff like that where the friend will be able to know. Be like, what you mean by that? Just be like, I don't know. I just feel like you could do so much better than that. And I'm happy to see that you finally left that relationship.
0: Well, if, if if y'all's relationship is the point where she can still come to you for relationship advice, then that kind of changes. Then, yes, then tell her. But if you guys are, like, dwindling down, like, y'all not really friends anymore, you don't really fuck with her, I say then, then don't tell her. Like, just stay away from her Wait. altogether.
1: You, you had said advice is
2: spilling tea. No. Like just advise. I don't think you should have to spill the tea advising somebody.
1: But she <laughs> no, had that said that she was like being a shitty friend though, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. That doesn't justify anything. I was just clarifying <laughs> my <laughs> thing is I've never understood how like people who I don't have secrets to keep like that. You know what I mean? But I've never understood people who do treat people like shit. Like girl, I could uh. fuck your life up with the things that I know. You lucky I'm the type to not do that to you. You know what I mean? I'm just like oh, you, yeah. people like that. Be I think is until people actually like spill their tea, they feel invincible because they be like, oh, I know this person's not gonna tell my tea, but it's just like, why are you being disrespectful to me when I know so yeah. much about you? Like people, re- it's really be grace saving people.
3: Right. Well, people just be bold as fuck. That's all. I think she feels. I don't know. I think she feels a little. Invincible, I'm going to use the word that you use, because they've decided that they were ending the relationship off some whole other shit. So now she's like, oh, relationship over. I got out of it without him ever finding out all the shit that I was up to. And so now I'm like, well, why the fuck would you make me hold on to this for Mm -hmm. two years, fucking up my blood pressure (laughs) for you to leave the relationship anyway?
2: Like, But but see, the only thing I get worried about with that is, and I'm not, I don't know your friends, but they could be a little crazy next thing you know you tell the new friend and now your old friend's murdered you know like in behind <laughs> in
1: behind like
2: some wait. shit
4: that you told them me? i'm telling wait that's wait, wait, not wait. where i thought you was gonna take me. no, no i'm telling you people are crazy people are crazy but y'all. in
1: reality but in reality though if you're still friends with said x and you post this that you were on this episode
3: he now knows right I mean he don't he still don't know the details. I ain't oh. give no details. This is this is me protecting myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel <laughs>
4: that I
3: feel that <laughs> the consensus is no don't say shit.
4: Dang, it must be bad then. It must it has be real to. bad. It has to be real bad. Dang, I feel you then that's all mm. your conscience. Sometimes you are just like, why do I gotta die with this secret? Why do you put this on me? And I don't even have the friendship to make me wanna keep it. So it's like I'm just keeping this for no reason. Why? I feel you. If you don't have the like. Are
2: y'all ever? Do you feel, see yourself ever like befriending this person again? No. Hmm. I still think you should just keep it with you to the casket drop. Like you know it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just like let let their karma come to them. Just
1: you know keep it what I'm in saying? your don't, back pocket she act up up. in case she acts up. In case she acts <laughs> up.
2: Low key that too, because sometimes you gotta let a motherfucker know. Like, mm mm. But team 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 notes share secrets.
4: Yeah, but the question was would it be petty of you? It,
2: yes, ma'am.
4: <laughs> it would be. Bad, yeah. I can like, what to do. I can't It's like you. you're not petty yet. Is. You're not petty yet, but if you do say something,
2: you petty girl.
4: <laughs> Cuz I mean, if if the secret is like she's been sleeping with men in your bed, then it's like, dang, I mean, I would, I want you to give me sheets. I want you to know this. Like, there's certain things you have to do to get your life together and move forward and clear your bed of the energy. So it's like, I can't tell you what to do, but you'd be petty. You would be petty. But, I mean, I can't say you'd be wrong. So.
3: I like that answer. Yes, it would be petty, I can tell you you'd be wrong.
4: <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and move into the current events. And it has been a lot going on this week. Just period, like, even before I came on this recording, like apparently someone, I don't know if it's like Israel is claiming that Trump communicated with the aliens what? and they've been keeping, <laughs> and he's, he was wanted to out that they were aliens, but he's, they asked him to keep it a secret. So he's been keeping it a secret. I don't know what's going on in twenty twenty. Michelle, no, but no, they, no, but I can. I kind of. There might.
2: It might be a little bit true because they said they spotted some type of craft, aircraft coming into air,
4: into Earth from outer space. When, when when they spot this? This was last week. I saw an article. Okay. Oh my! But the thing is, lately I feel like they've been leaking all this alien news. Like the earlier year when Pentagon came out, I was like, okay, just so y'all know, the UFO videos we confirmed those were UFOs. Okay, bye. I was just like, what you what? What so come back, please explain this. So aliens exist and now Israel's coming out and been like Trump been known about aliens and he's keeping it hush. I don't believe it, but that's just to show you what kind of week it's been as far as current events is concerned. It's been a lot going on and I don't know where to start. It's
3: 2022. Well so now we're about to be
1: lit, y'all.
4: <laughs> I
1: know what I want to start with because I know oh, like I did please. Something the other day. That was kinda a little petty. So as y'all know, the baby is, you know, my my husband and shit, right? So <clears throat> A whole situation with the baby, Danny Lee and his baby mama and shit like that. Like Danny Lee, po- Danny Lee posted like a picture of her and the baby, right? And the caption was, my baby, I don't care. My Instagram is actually deactivated. But when I seen that photo from the Petty Party page, I commented on that picture. And I was like, he's not yours. You're just one of the clan with a smiley face, right? Why did <laughs> I disappear? So I commented again. And my comment was gone again. I'm like, how many, like, who was deleting my comment, my comment off of her page?
4: God was. Was. It was. God no, was. She Stop was. bullying.
1: <laughs> that wasn't bullying. I'm just saying, like, me personally, the whole situation is, like, petty. Like, y'all two girls are, like, arguing about a nigga who's playing in both of y'all's faces. Like, last week he was with Mimi. This week he's with you. Like, y'all both look stupid as hell. So, it's like, now y'all are out loud arguing about a nigga. Like, yeah. I just, I just, I, I just not a fan of that. Couldn't be me? And listen, I done done some stupid shit, but I'd take my stupid ills in silence, baby. Period. Yeah,
2: like, mm-mm. Yeah, I just, I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I, there's a lot of things that the baby has done this year that's very questionable. So I don't even understand the back and forth over someone like he
0: got a baby, he just had a baby with Somebody else?
2: Damn yeah, man. like Mm-mm. there's just a lot of things I just don't understand. Like y'all are right, they do look crazy and stupid. So I just feel like it's just I don't know. 2021 needs to get come hurry. but well, my question year, is just so it is, be an extension of 2020. Please, let's wait. <laughs> but my question is, okay, so one, the baby's like what, four eleven? Like he
1: Girl,
0: don't play me. my man. you to do that,
1: Nikki. Four eleven? He's not much man. of nothing He's taller than when yeah. when did women
2: get to this point where like they allow men to just like openly like toss them like tic-tac-toe it's, back to when i was making know, a conference. certain tax either, bracket either i'm either i'm going with red this week or i'm going with black this week and it's like y'all are, it's been and then y'all openly just like accept him back like he did nothing wrong but, fun. like, you got to understand, social media allows us to see this shit. Back, like, before social media was present, all this was taking place. And you, the you only, only way you knew is if you, like, caught it outside in the streets. And then everybody That's would hard. be talking about it at a party, all this stuff like that. Now, social media just makes it easier for you to see shit and hear shit and figure out what's going on.
1: You know? I think the situation with them is just like you can tell when the baby is mad, either mad at the baby mama Mimi or he's mad at Danny because when he was with Mimi a couple of weeks back they was kissing on each other. He was posting it, everything. Now this couple week, of weeks? Danny, yeah, girl. It was a couple of weeks ago when he was just kissed up with Mimi. Then now with Danny Lee, Danny's posting him. Talk about I don't care. He's mine. He's steadily reposting her and I'm just like, girl, like it's very clear when he's mad at Mimi he entertains you and when he's me- vice versa you know what i mean and i'm just like the fact that they're eating into it i'm like y'all are out loud loving a nigga like this this is just sad <laughs> clout <laughs> is, killing our, people.
4: So is killing
1: our dad it's
4: <laughs> because i feel like everyone is just so caught up in trying to be relationship goals and trying to get posted to the blogs because at this point it's just blog play y'all just trying to get posted y'all trying to get a repost y'all trying to get some buzz going on and it's gonna backfire because i feel like <laughs> i mean look at jada no shade but she played it safe and out the blogs for so long, and as soon as she get into the blogs, as soon as everyone start being like, "Oh, they go," she got him a Richard Millie. It's like now this nigga. She up. cares though. They can't. They don't like to see you happy. That's
0: the problem. Yeah, that's true. But, but I don't, I Okay, don't so
2: basically, cares. I guess what's her name, Miss London? Yes, Miss London. Yeah, She, uh, fill people in for industry. the people who may not know. Yeah, yes. so Miss London, yeah. she's in the porn industry. And she, like, posted a screenshot of her DMs, which I really didn't understand. I, I guess... It's, you're It's... You're telling a little bit out of order. So she went on Twitter and oh. posted that about little baby's dick and how good it was and that she basically fucked up all this shit. And so basically she started kind of, like, saying, you know, I'm not going to name drop, but Jada will never leave him type shit. You know, just spilling all the tea. And so then... The, the baby, I guess, then DMs her, you know, talking about, okay, she said that he paid her 16k to have sex, right? And he then later on DMs her said, hey, if I paid for pussy, there's no point in, like, you know, going and sharing it. Like, that's not good for business, mama. That's exactly what that stupid man said. And so now it's created this whole drama, because, like, I mean, we've been so knowing wait, the little baby. He went in the
4: DMs. Bitch. He went to see his DMs and confirmed? Yeah, it's like a fool even like, though i kind of i kind of felt, felt what he said like i, it's just I like, don't feel him he
0: no, i do i felt him yeah
4: no yeah because it's, it's kind but of I I, why would i
0: pay yeah. you and you what shut the fuck up that's what part of the payment is for <laughs>
1: Six K, girl you literally got three hundred dollars 16, you all that? 16. like 16. comma zero 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 but like yeah, you're, but you're
4: but he, he got three hundred it should have came with an NDA. That's his problem. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: lucky. Uh. It should have. I don't know. We'll break He's... NDAs all day, y'all. Come on now. And,
4: and then that's a
1: legal problem. Yeah, it comes with a contingency. That's a
0: legal issue. You're not allowed to do that. But so. Once they you speak on saying?
1: it, it's up to them to go back and sue her for money that she probably doesn't have. So it's like an NDA is only as good as the person who has. Okay, money. and we'll knock your porn paychecks until I get my money. <laughs> Period, like that's how <laughs> suing works. They
0: gonna t- they gonna dock your paycheck every time you, every time your payment comes. <laughs>
4: Girl, sixteen k though. That's a lot of money.
1: Okay, I so here's feel about it, Jennifer, because the thing about this situation is I've been dumb peep and read some tea that baby cheats on Jada and she knows. Like as long yeah, as she, she knows, she's, she's cool. <laughs> Like well, I and me and, and because a couple days ago she did post I'd rather cry in the Rolls Royce like pe- I knew mm-hmm. some tea was about to drop because it's like you don't just say that for no reason you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't really feel bad for her like she she has easily but done
2: I don't think she cares from, she I does?
1: don't think so from what I've heard they kind of have
2: an open relationship though is open because, relationship. or just for him? Um, no because I from what the streets have said they say that Jada likes women and she has her own relationships that she does so it's like i think it's more so a thing where it's like if you're gonna do your dirt just don't let me like don't let everybody know about it
4: but I yeah like like the whole tea with jada i feel like her like women but i feel like it's for little baby i feel like they have threesomes together that's where it comes from do i feel like Jada's allowed to have somebody she solely dates on the side i don't feel like it's that situation i feel like yeah i'll be honest well, i feel like she because even it was somebody who was rumored to like they were dating whatever and the way that same girl was all over baby i was like oh, okay no Mm-mm, this is but like girl. i could but
2: but if they're in an open relationship that is what an open that what an open relationship entails like she has someone he she can do her business he can do his business as long as they let each other know and well, that's why i feel is- like now they're in a comfortable space now because like there's an understanding
3: I kind
0: of want to hear
3: her business to say about yeah. it. Yeah, I want to preface what I'm about to say with I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> I, don't are. I don't know anything about this situation. What I will say is that cheating and ethical non-monogamy are two different things. Cheating and an open relationship are two different things. And even in being in an open relationship there's a lot of different ways that that can work and there's a lot of different ways that that can look and there's a lot of different agreements that can happen between the people in that relationship that we know absolutely nothing about so we are simply speculating at this point about what they have agreed is okay within the context of their relationship and what is being publicized to look like Whatever it is, essentially, yeah. to talk about, so it's working. But I still don't know what the situation is. So, oh,
2: well, my question is: So, how do you feel about Miss London being paid sixteen thousand dollars to possibly have sex with him, and then coming out and openly like spilling the tea?
3: Get your coin sis. Next question. Ooh, honest, you great. know. At this point, yeah. I mean,
2: if that's what it is, I mean, I ain't mad at you.
3: Yeah, so, like, again, I don't know anything about the particulars of this situation, but I do know that you can't necessarily have an NDA, that, like, a legally binding agreement that includes legal protection for an illegal activity. So, technically, well, not even technically, pe- direct payment for a sexual service, in most contexts, is illegal. So even if they did have a contract saying, I'm gonna give you this money and you got to shut the fuck up, there still can't necessarily be a legally binding agreement that says that because that exchange of money is not legal. So. So could she flip the script on him? And do what? Like, she sue got him or so. What's gonna do?
2: I mean, technically, she only got 9K of sue it. Sue him however. for what? I mean, Wait, what do you mean she only got 9K? She said she only got nine thousand of it. She later on like posted, I only received nine. Oh, we then around. I see why she aired him out. She <laughs> needs another <alert> seven.
3: <laughs> like if you if didn't debate- pay money, then like that's between him and her. Like you can't necessarily get the courts involved in that matter because that exchange is on the books illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, get your coins, sis.
2: <laughs> I, mean,
3: <laughs> so I mean, I got a question like- for y'all. I got a
0: question. Do y'all, If you were dating somebody of Lil baby stature who was making that kind of money, would y'all leave?
4: See, the, the, no. this is the thing, because I feel like Jada is self-accomplished. She has a lot going for herself, but she doesn't really need Lil Baby's money. You know what I mean? Like, what is he doing for her? Like, It's not like he's giving her checks. Like, She could make her own checks. All he's doing is putting her in her house and giving her exposure to be on the blogs like is she does she have access to his entire account no he said
0: he put six figures in her business he do real shit that's what he said
4: what business is that? <laughs> <you in? laughs> uh, tell me so we can just we can go that's what there. he
1: said his
4: new song is about to, to, to
1: he's, he's on the outside looking in but like this girl has feelings for this man this is her baby, yeah. baby. like yeah he's embarrassing the fuck out of her on a regular basis like every other month but i don't know how she feels to that man so if she want to stay that's on her I but, okay I the question. question the question still remains. I
2: want everybody to Okay, answer. so go let me answer ahead. your question. For Nikki. I feel like if we have had a conversation about it and you have come forward about what you do and do not want to do and like what are our like boundaries in our relationship and if I agree to stay then I mean I agree to stay cuz people are staying for a lot less and getting treated a lot worse. Period. He <laughs> um, Paulette, what's your answer? Um, personally, I wouldn't stay. Like pub, like public, like embarrassment. Sorry, that's too much. And like, especially like if you're trying to like do other things, like other than be like an influencer, like it can kind of taint your brand. So no, I'm not about to sit there and be sticking through shit like that, and it ruins my source of income or how I want to do business later on in life. So no, I'm not gonna sit and be ridiculed every day for behind a man that clearly does not care about me just himself. So I'm not going to stay with that. Cause no, that's not, I'm not choosing myself. I'm choosing him. So no. Uh-uh.
3: Jennifer, what about you? What about me? Would I stay? Hmm. Um, again, I don't know nothing about the particulars of the situation or just, like, just what say if you was a rich man, man who probably makes like millions a year. Um, it all depends on what we agree to. If the agreement and like if what our relationship is based on is that like these are the parts that we plan to stay in the public eye and in exchange for having to deal with whatever bullshit comes with that, you gonna get to live comfortable. Cool, I'ma choose living comfortable. But like, if this really is something rooted in like love and trust and whatever, you know, emotional connections they have with each other and she really is hurting then like my advice would be the same as it was for the person who wrote in like choose yourself If, if you gotta go so that you can be okay then go and don't feel bad about it but if you can be okay in the midst of the chaos then stick around for what you signed up for yeah I
0: just I don't know I feel think that. that I think that if it was a regular degler person yeah I get I can understand but I've, I, Michelle you look he made points where like she doesn't really need his money so it's like dang like you really want to put up with this which I feel I do feel her you know, it's, the, it's the father of her child they've been together for a while she's been seen in the industry with him and solely him so I, I don't know but um, I don't she know.
1: dated uh, Lil Duke but we'll let that December she dated yeah.
0: Kodak as well but I'm not gonna i am not
4: going to Yeah. I mean for her I don't even, I'll be honest I don't even think it's really about the money like cause I'll be honest even people who be judging Jada I'm just like y'all are with people who don't give y'all nothing and don't even for, give y'all for less the time of day don't for even less. like not even money don't even give you the time of day <laughs> and you gonna leave him so but you want for Jada less. to this multi-million dollar yeah. man who is loving on her like I think outside of cheating he actually like he puts her up like he supports her business like he shows up to events for her like that's like a major flaw. So I, I feel like, especially when, even for me personally, knowing like friends that I don't know personally who've been in that situation, I feel like it's harder when you're dating somebody who cheats on you when that's the only thing wrong that they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's different times when, okay, he cheats, but he's also like, when I pick up the phone, when I call him, he don't pick up or this, that. But like, when that's his only flaw, it's kind of hard because once you get over the pain of that he cheated on you, there's nothing else to kind of move, motivate you to leave. So I can understand being, and she's 23 years old. Like, that's young to be expecting her to have the maturity to leave a situation
0: that's 23 years old. Does that toxic?
1: toxic. I feel like, until <laughs> <laughs> it, everybody can have an opinion, but I just feel like I don't care what the girl does. Like, when she's tired, she's gonna leave. But it's like, okay people, I think sometimes like celebrities or just sometimes people in general, like they listen to too many outside people and it's just like they leave because people tell them that they should leave and then she's like not with the nigga who she really wants to be with because she's worried about how everyone else is looking at her and it's like girl just stay where you want to be and when you're ready to leave from the situation you will leave from it. but don't leave from it prematurely then now you're out here suffering because he's with the next bitch and it's like damn I actually really wanted to still be with him but because everyone else out here was looking down I left. Do what, it, what you want to do. Do not live your life what other people are thinking or talking about you. If you want to be a little baby be with little babies to the end of the day, period.
2: So I guess to switch gears a little bit. So
1: last week in Dallas,
2: Texas, Ooh. a restaurant by the name of Truth Kitchen had an owner address the audience to me from what I took from it in a disrespectful manner. So one of the guests that were dining in his restaurant, they, wait, backtrack. They had a DJ playing. So, you know, the kind of atmosphere they were having. And I guess they were playing a song called throw that ass in a circle. And so one of the guests that were dining in that day, you know, she was like, okay, she got lit, probably had a few of them little douce drinks and like she got on the chairs and started twerking. So I guess he had, from what, I don't know, from the videos I saw, I never saw him c- go over there multiple times to like, you know, address the situation. He, he did. He then, okay, he so. He one, one, two he, he or three situation. times. So after, I guess, the third, fourth, third or fourth time that she was not listening to what he was saying, he then addressed the whole Restaurant and cut the music and basically tried to say, you know, this is a place of business, like of class. I brought a bit. I brought a restaurant to the neighborhood for us Black people, and that this is a no twerk zone. Blah blah blah. And that if you don't, if you don't want to buy by my rules and my standards, then you can leave because I don't need your money. And. I personally felt like that was a very incorrect way to handle that situation. It was very unprofessional. It was very rude. And honestly, if I was a, if I was a guest that day, I would have said, "Okay, so you don't need my money." I would have clearly got up, grabbed my handbag, and walked out the door. And that would have been that on that situation. You know, I just felt like it was very unprofessional. Like it was a very bad look. So uh,
0: he basically was saying, "We don't want that
1: nigger shit." <laughs> That's literally, what he was saying. You John. know what I'm saying? And like. <sighs> i understand like what he was trying to say but his delivery was trash well, yeah i had to come out and say oh i went to them two times respectfully so i had to meet them with disrespect but i'm like but you address the you address the entire restaurant like not everybody in there was acting out you know what i mean i feel like we're all grown adults and it's just like for you to stand up in front of here and say get the fuck out of my restaurant like yeah simmer, simmer down a little bit like it's the way you talk to people like I just there's just so many things. Like Twitter was in a field day. <laughs> a field day, day. People were woman. going in and talk about this is what you want, but your, your signature drink is Tennessee fried chicken. PC. Like <laughs> so many things were, so many points were made, and I just feel like there's a way to talk to people, and he really dropped the ball. And what bothers me is like even after that, he justified his way oh. in talking to people like that. And I, I,
0: he like, needs PR training because that social media was down in flames after the situation happened. A-
4: He's a lawyer. I'm like, you don't know how to, like, how are you a lawyer? You should know about how to talk to people and about how things could come off. Like, that's literally your career. And my thing is, with his soliloquy, this is the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way, because I understand, like, you mad, you talk to them, you talk to them, they ain't listen, and so you felt like you had to put your daddy voice on and reprimand them or whatever. What I didn't like that he said was what he said, that... Black women, I want I respect y'all and I want people to respect y'all, but the way you carry yourself sometimes in this manner, it makes it hard for black men to respect you. I don't like the whole idea that there needs there's like this barometer of how women should act in the, order to be Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel mm-hmm. like respect to respect period. Okay, because I feel like as a black man, either you're gonna respect the woman or not. Once you start tone that line of he can respect you, but once you start doing this, it makes it hard for respect. You twerking, so now you don't, get dis- uh, you don't get respect. Oh, y'all was loud, so now see, how can black men respect? It's like, see, now you're giving me that you Sorry that you don't even like black women, that you don't respect black women in your normal day-to-day life unless they act or look a certain kind of way. And that's what threw me off, because I'm like, for you to open a black-owned business, and you, the first words that came out of your mouth was, I tried to open it up an establishment where black women black people can feel safe. And you did the opposite of that <laughs> as you continued to talk. Blew me. Blue. Yeah, and uh, again, it wasn't. It, it it's not.
0: I don't want to say what you say is how you say it, because he wasn't wrong for how he felt at all. Like, the, if you tell the girl, which there's two sides to it, because if you tell somebody to not sit stand, I don't think it was dancing, that was it, I think the fact that she got on top of the couches and started dancing, and she had heels on, and he was like, I put a lot of money into this business, which I kind of feel him, because I've stood on the couch before and poked a hole in it, in a club, so I kind of feel him. So it's like, they I kind of don't damage my property, and he also, so, but at the same time, it's like, I heard that, like, there are two to three hour waits just for food, and people are drinking. It's kind of just like, uh, on the, uh but it doesn't excuse the behavior, though. She should, she should just got off the couch. But I feel like he just should have addressed her and told her like, you need to leave rather than address. Don't yell at the whole crowd. You didn't even have a mask on doing all that yelling. Like it's too much. No,
4: yell at your Jennifer, DJ so you ha-
2: fle- Oh, sorry. No, Jennifer, I was like, because so you, you sleep.
3: sleep-
4: oh, that. sorry. <laughs> sorry.
3: I want
4: you to finish, then I'll go. Okay, no, I was going to say, usually I feel like in an environment where you feel like the DJ is the one who sets the vibe and the ambience of the restaurant. So I feel like if you realize that you're tired of twerking, you just tell the DJ to play the music. Just like when you go to the club, when they realize that people ain't leaving, what they started doing, they start playing old 70s music. They put some gospel on because they realize once the virus is destroyed, people's energy is going to change. So I feel like that was a conversation he should have with the DJ because if you've reprimanded someone three times for twerking, why is the DJ not playing Throw That Ass in the Circle?
3: Why? Cool, child. Okay, let me, let me have a sip of my imposter wine. <laughs> Okay. So here's, here's my thing. I'm, I'm a, here you go. Okay. So fuck this guy, fuck his restaurant and fuck his respectability politics first. yet. Um, it's one thing to say, I, a black man wanted to open this black owned establishment for other black people to enjoy. And I have a desire for it to maintain a certain aesthetic. So I would hope that my property would not be damaged by the activities of my patrons. Period. You can leave it there. Respect the space. I want the space to be here and available to you for as long as it can. So if the issue is standing on the furniture, address the issue of standing on the furniture to prevent potential property damage. I don't give a fuck how he feels about people twerking or shaking their asses. Especially if your DJ is playing, throw that ass in a circle. That is an instruction. So people are going to throw that ass in whatever shape they see fit. And if it happens on the floor, on a chair, over here, over there, that's simply what the song instructs the people to do. If you don't want that type of turn up environment because I do remember in the video he said like take that shit to whatever spot down the street and like named some other businesses so I, his his goal I assume was like to differentiate his business from that vibe but it seems like he was playing the same type of music and facilitating the same type of atmosphere that would inspire that so like you said play some different music create a different vibe have the lighting different like whatever it is that you're trying to do to curate the vibe that you're going for in your business do that but you do not get to tell black women what to do with their bodies you do not get to tell black women where to put their asses you do not get to reprimand and yell at a room full of grown-ass black people minding their business especially when your business is quote unquote for the culture that was completely inappropriate it was completely wrong i would not patronize his business business. I don't know many people who would. I saw lots of people that were tweeting and reposting shit like, oh, yeah, I'm a go there. I support this black man. Fuck that. If you support policing black women's bodies, if you support policing black joy, if you support stopping black people from enjoying themselves in the midst of chaos and constant fucking trauma, then I don't support you or your motherfucking business, period.
2: And I agree. I feel like if that, if that, like the crowd was more so like a different race, like white people, Hispanics, or, you know, Asians, whatever, he wouldn't have addressed them like that. It would have been a simple conversation. It, honestly, it would have, it, he wouldn't have said shit, but, you know, kept it moving. So I felt like keep the same energy and it applies to everybody. Like, I'm tired of like, Sometimes like black, like us black people, we feel like we can address each other like that. No, it's not fair. Like have the same respect you would have for a dip, another person. Apply that to me too. Like at the end of the day, I am a person. I am someone that is putting money in your pocket. Like I should be treated at the utmost respect in here. I don't care if I'm twerking. If it's if it's violating your business, okay then. Like like you said, Jennifer, put like put something out there later on. Like hey y'all, we don't we don't do dancing here. This and that. This is just a restaurant. Stuff like that. But you can't sit here and just like address a public crowd and tell them you don't need our money see you shouldn't have said shit like that because you know we're big on like people are big on cancel culture and like to me you canceled yourself in a lot of people's need minds our money mm-hmm. you do we built some but uh, but you know,
3: that. That. money but what he's saying is i don't want nigga money i don't want basically basically your money i want respectability money i want button ups and khakis money i want kenny g playing over the speakers money he wants a very particular type of black clientele for him to say this restaurant is for the culture he's saying it's for a specific segment of the culture and not the full spectrum of blackness Mm -hmm. hold on And I feel like this
1: is not even the first time that like he's clapped though like because even when I went to his restaurant before I did a walk-in on a random day like early in the day and I was nervous because I had been running errands that day and I had like sneakers on and I had seen him in the past like clap back like oh this is a classy establishment women cannot come in unless they have heels on what am I on a Tuesday at noon like why like why do I have to have heels on and I just and so I was a little nervous because I was just like bro the energy that i seen him give on his Instagram before I was like I was a little nervous that like I was gonna have an issue when I got to the door it ended up being okay but the fact is like how he acted in that video is the same way he acted in the past when he got on to people about oh you can't wear bodysuits we don't want you to do this do want you to do that and it's just like it's just so many rules and it's just like bro like who, do you, who are you trying to keep out? Well, you say it's for the people, but you're obviously trying to push out a certain aspect of the culture not to come into the restaurant. Yeah. So I don't know. That was my take. Yeah, no body
3: suits? No, no places, body like, suits. No, like... To this, right? To say that women have to wear heels to enter the establishment, that is sexist. Mm-mm. That is ableist. Like, there are plenty of people who can't walk around in heels like wh- who's to say that your body can handle wearing heels all day just because you are assigned woman so that's sexist and ableist and there's clearly like there's he cle- has a clear picture in his mind of who he don't want in his restaurant and he really need to just say that shit and let it be known that like I don't want a, I don't want disabled people I don't want fat people I don't want ratchet people I don't want sex or like whatever it is that he's trying to say he don't want in there he has it clear in his mind but he know well enough not to flat out say it so he's gonna create this like fake ass respectability for the culture shit that a lot of folks subscribe to so again that's why a lot of folks were saying like oh yeah that's the type of vibe I want I don't want that ratchet bullshit I'm gonna be in there you get all my Coonering. money sounds my like Coonery. Money. I don't uh, that's why
0: I. I, I again i said this on the episode before i feel like once people touch a certain amount of money they start forgetting who made them and who put into them to help them get where they was at you need to mm-hmm. humble yourself
2: well i do we all. Ag- <laughs> i think we can all agree that um I well i don't know about y'all i know i can agree that i probably will not be seeing that establishment and I didn't get to try it yet, so oh well. But like I said earlier in the episode, I am excited for this topic, y'all. So we are going to go ahead and move right on in. Um, I know that sex may not be talked about as much on um, our episode, but we felt like if we're going to talk about sex, let's do it the right way. Let's make sure we're putting the right information out there. We're asking questions that a lot of people, a lot of our listeners have that we have. Um, so that's the reason why we did invite Jennifer onto this episode, because she's a, a, a big expert in that topic. So my first question to y'all is, what do you identify as and what is your sexual preference?
0: Uh, wait, OK, hold on. Before we answer that question, could, d- Jennifer, could you please explain, like, why it's important to because some people? Because when you first asked, it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, uh. Oh, okay. yeah. And, you know, what are you supposed to say if you're heterosexual, if you're, you're you know, you're not heterosexual? Example for,
3: yeah. Sure. Um. So I'll do both of those things. I'll tell you how I identify. I will tell you my pronouns. And then I will tell you why it is important to be able to disclose your pronouns to other people. Um. So, like I said, my name is Jennifer Eden. I have a lot of aliases that I will not go through again. Uh, My pronouns are she and they. I am a Black, queer, non-binary femme, and it is important for me to be able to give language to my gender and my sexuality because it fully informs how I see the world and how the world receives me. Um, Something like pronouns is really important to include in your everyday interactions because your pronouns aren't an indicator of your sexuality or even your gender most of the time. It's simply how you want to be addressed and how you want to be referred to. Um, It's not telling people who you have sex with or what is in your underwear. It's simply making it so that when I talk about you and when I recount our interactions, I am speaking of you accurately. Um, So I say my pronouns usually when I introduce myself, I put them in my email signature, they're in my bio. And when someone named Jennifer emails you, it's easy to assume that the correct pronoun to use for that person is she. But if someone named, Leslie or Jordan, or somebody who has maybe a name um, from a particular linguistic background um, that you can't like readily assume the gender of that person, you may very well misgender this person unintentionally because you assumed that Jordan was a boy or that Leslie was a girl. And so it's important to be able to say, my name is Jennifer Eden and my pronouns are she and they, so that when you talk about this conversation in this podcast, you get to accurately say, oh, Jennifer came on here, she was speaking some good shit, rather than addressing me in a way that I prefer not to be addressed. And so I encourage folks to include their pronouns, in their introductions, in their email signature, anywhere that you are introducing yourself so that not only does it make who you are and how you want to be addressed clear, but it also normalizes it so that folks who are at risk of being misgendered and addressed incorrectly um, have more of a more of a level ground to be able to just say, oh, these are my pronouns without it having to be a teachable moment every single time they introduce themselves.
1: If if you say they. I actually appreciate that because. I do for facts. facts. Because I'm on LinkedIn heavy and I see that all the time and I've never really just known what it meant. Like yeah. I see so many people who I'm friends with on LinkedIn like who have he or she whatever in their um names, and i'm I, I never knew what it meant, so I really appreciate that because that really makes it knowledgeable for me but then, okay, so since your pronouns are her and they, do you not like the pronoun of
2: she being used for you or like or what what does they indicate?
3: So as a non-binary femme, that simply means that masculine and feminine energies are both inside of my body, are both inside Mm. of how I process, how I relate, how I fuck, all of those things. And so there are times where she feels good. There are times where they, a more gender neutral pronoun, feels good because I'm not feeling in the polarity of femininity. Hell, there are times that he feels good depending on what's going on in the moment. So it really is just an indicator that my gender is fluid, um, that it's not, it's not fixed at one place on the gender spectrum. Um, and so in most cases, folks will either ask, like folks who know that I use multiple pronouns will either ask like, which pronoun would you prefer today? Or I'll be like, girl, I'm feeling real butch today. I'm feeling real masculine. So you can go ahead and put a he on that. You can go ahead and uh just flatline it at bay and we'll leave it there. So okay. it can be something that like isn't you know, it doesn't have to be this awkward thing that you stumble over. It can be something that you just include. And really like I suggest that folks like practice using intentionally different pronouns um, even if they're not your preferred pronouns out in the world but if you have a conversation with a close friend and say is it okay if I use he pronouns for you today? Just so that you can practice making that switch in your mind so that when you are interacting with somebody who uses pronouns other than what you would assume by looking at them, it's not as difficult to make that switch. Because that's how we decide what pronouns we're going to use for people. We look at them and we go, oh, you look like a girl. You have long hair or full lips or long eyelashes or whatever. You're, you're wearing a dress or carrying a purse or wearing heels, whatever physical indicators we assign to femininity, we go, oh, great, she. But that's not always the case. People identify as as what they tell you they identify as. And you don't know that unless you ask or unless they tell you. So it's best to create an opportunity for them to share that with you rather than you having to find out on the back end that you misgendered someone and potentially offended or harmed them or become at risk of, like... Doing even further damage outside of you know that one person.
2: Hmm. Very interesting. Thank okay, you. so to answer your question, um my name is Paulette. Once again, y'all know. Um I'm I identify as she. And my sexual preference is I like men. I don't I don't know if I <laughs> answered that correctly. I'm heterosexual. Practice.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It was
2: practice, was practice.
1: Y'all.
2: like was practice. you know. It was practice, like yeah. Don't don't do that. Like it was practice. Thank you, Jennifer, for explaining that.
3: Yeah, so it it's you're laughing because it's it's new and it's awkward and it feels weird but the fact of the matter is most people who are heterosexual and cisgender never have to tell anybody because yeah. our society assumes that everybody is heterosexual and cisgender so when it yeah. comes to asking a cisgender person what their pronouns are or asking a heterosexual person how they identify often that person is offended like oh well you you think i'm something other than straight like no, I don't think anything about you. I don't know you, so I'm giving you the opportunity to tell me. Mm. Got it. Okay.
2: All right. So I wanna move on to the next question. Um, where does the term slut ho thought come from? And do we feel like this uh term is geared more towards women or more towards men?
3: This is a street oh, term. already no answer to that second question. You know that these terms are used almost exclusively for women um even so like they're words that are meant to like invoke sexual shame they're words that are meant to like make a woman appear less than based on her sexual history or assumed sexual history because there's no like real definition of these words right like they don't actually mean anything they just are meant to hurt people. They're meant to harm people. They're meant to oppress people. And those people are women. Um, Even if you want to say that like a man or masculine person has had a lot of sexual partners, you use words like man whore, fuck boy. You use words that distinctively say, I am talking about a a man, a male, a masculine Mm -hmm. person. When you say slut, whore, thought, whatever the fuck else, it is automatically assumed that you were talking about a woman because mm-hmm. that is what those words were, that's who those words were meant to her.
2: But then, okay, so I know earlier whenever you were introducing yourself, you said slut of the month. So if you feel, if these words are geared towards like making someone feel bad or a negative connotation, then why do you say slut of the month? The same
3: reason I so- say negative. Because yeah, it is a word that was meant it. to classify us as less than. It is a word that was meant to hurt and harm us. And it is a word that is still used to harm us um, by people who are not us. Um, and so we have been able to reclaim that language. And we still have very like clear-cut boundaries around who gets to use those words and who doesn't. And even when we are using those words, it's clear when it is meant as an affirmation or a term of endearment and when it is meant to, to hurt or harm somebody. Like when you're saying niggas ain't shit, you're not saying it because you're not saying it out of love. You're not saying it out of like, oh my gosh, I really want to like lift you up and make you better. Like, no, nah, you mad. So you're saying mm-hmm. niggas ain't shit. So, but when you're saying that's my nigga, that's my bitch, that is a term of endearment. And even the word bitch has boundaries around it because you don't want to hear a male or masculine person use that word because that is that is meant to invoke harm when yeah. I refer to myself as blood of the month it is because that is a title that was given to me um, it is so Amber Rose has the whole like slut walk LA slut box mm-hmm. um, and so when that first when slut box first launched in June of 2018 Uh, or may of 2018 that was when nominations went in for the first ever slut of the month Um, and that is a a title and honorific that is given to folks who are doing work in the sexuality field Um, there are a bunch of different people who've held that title for a number of reasons whether it was online impact or college campus outreach or curriculum development, or whatever the fuck these sluts was doing, um, they earned it. And so for me, it's been like holding that title and being the first person to hold that title has been a really dope way to reclaim language that has been used to harm me since well before I was a sexual being. I was sexualized Mm -hmm. long before I was sexual. And I want us to like, to spend a moment just realizing those are two different things. Sexualized is when somebody puts that on you. It's when somebody looks at you and is like, oh, you must be fast because you're overdeveloped preteen. Or you must be ready to fuck because you got on a short skirt. or Oh, you got on hook and or hoop earrings or whatever people put on you. Being sexual is when you actually are owning, using, and, and living in your own sexual identity and sexual truth and so having the title slut of the month for the past two and a half years has been a really cool way to have this conversation around the language that we use to affirm our sexuality um, and slut is just one of those words I'm also a part of the Hohave collective and so that's another word that is used often to you know, shame women out of their sexuality. But if I proudly say I'm a hoe, then you can't use that word to hurt me now, can you? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. True. I feel that.
2: But you know when you're saying, like, <laughs> when you use those words, right, like, you're calling yourself like a hoe and slut, like, you okay, can't say if you meet like someone, doesn't matter, male or female, and like, y'all are vibing everything, y'all get into a situation where, like, y'all start becoming intimate, like, when do you draw the line of consent? Like, do you need to verbally say it, or is it something like an eye movement, body language, like, how like how do you deter? How does one determine consent? You know what I'm saying? So, to like green light.
3: So being a sexual being at whatever level of that you are is not like open consent to everything. So people who identify as sluts and hoes and even people who perform transactional sex work have boundaries and have limitations, and so consent is a necessary conversation for everybody, regardless of if they a slut or a hoe or not. Um, And so the same same conversations around what is okay, what is not okay, Mm -hmm. where it's okay on your body to touch, how far you're willing to go, are absolutely necessary whether you are a self-identified slut or not. Mm
0: Well, okay. I kind of want to hop in your business. So, sorry, because she said something because we we, we we slid past this real quick. But I kind of because you said that how you identify whether it's you know she or they it affects or not affects it um has impact on like how you fuck and like can you elaborate on that like what do you, what do you mean like you like to
2: switch it up a lot like what does that consist of yeah does it deal with like you being dominant or you being submissive that's what I'm kind of thinking it is. <laughs>
3: fun! I love it. Uh, So yes, I'm a switch. So when it comes to a kink context, I assume dominant and submissive roles. Um, I also have a very big dick. Uh, It attaches to my body when I need it to. And these hoes love it. So my masculine energy, my dominant energy does come out in how I fuck, whether my dick is present or not. but I feel like I mean that's also a part of where like the fem daddy name comes from because I look like this, but uh, I'm not a man. So I think that um that too is a is a really interesting way to like subvert the dialogue around what big dick energy means, what it looks like. Yeah. If a fem can have big dick energy, like people assume that you know dominance is a masculine thing, and then they and they're like, wait a minute. All right, I gotta, I gotta look at things a little bit different. Cause shorty cute, but she is hot. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna just hop in your business a little bit deeper. Have you ever used it on a meme? No, I have. Like, no have you ever done pegging? No pegging. Sexuality. No. Oh, okay, that's not your thing. <laughs> I feel um, that. that is just a boundary of my own. That is a personal politic of mine. Um, men do not get access to me when it comes to like personal. Dominant or- That's just not. No, like at all. I don't fuck man. That's just Oh shit. Yeah. Really? I feel so, these niggas be okay. stressful
4: yeah okay I I do have a question to bring it back to what you said because I know you said that you um were a part of like the slut walk movement in 2018 I know back then it wasn't like I think now we have a lot of people are on board as far as okay taking the putting the power into calling yourself this and that and all the other stuff but back then it wasn't widely accepted I know she even caught a lot of slack originally for it because people were like slut walk what is this I guess my question to you is was it was it hard I guess for you as far as being slut of the month and having to have those hard conversations with people and how did you go about that?
3: So, was, I don't know if the question was
4: clear, but I'll try it.
3: Yeah, no, I I got you. Um, yes, it's it's hard to be a uh, self-identified slut. It is hard to be a sexual sexually liberated Black woman. Um, as much as it appears that you know, things have gotten better and folks are more open and that conversations like this are happening on more and more platforms. Um, The fact of the matter is the world is still the world that it was two, four, six, eight years ago. Um, And so yes, we, a group of black women are able to sit here in a safe space curated by and full of black women and have this conversation. But the level of safety changes when you insert people from or not even people when you insert uh different perspectives when you insert different um limitations that inform how you're able to receive someone's sexual openness if you are a uh, or if you're like completely committed to like your religious text or whatever understanding it is that you have of the bible or the quran or the torah or whatever it is that informs your belief system you might not be able to handle a conversation with me you might not be able to sit next to me because you feel as though your God does not want me to be anywhere near you, you know? So when you, when you put that in family dynamics, when you put that in workplace dynamics, when you put that in me walking down the damn street, no, it's not easy. But what would be harder would be for me to not live my truth. What would be harder would be for me to leave the world the way that I that it was when I got here. Uh, And so it's really important to me to make my little corner of the world safer for black femmes specifically to be able to live in our sexual truths. So if I have to be the martyr, then so be it. Okay.
2: No. Okay. So I want to ask another question, y'all. And this, I want everyone to answer originally, and then I will finish out the question. All right? Um, has Has everyone had an orgasm before? Yes. 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 Okay. And how did y'all know y'all had an orgasm?
0: It was out of body. It was an extra stress, real
2: <laughs> out of this world. I start seeing like images. I don't know. Like my vision becomes distorted. Like I start seeing, I don't know how there's a word for it, but like, you know, when you go to the eye doctor and like they do like a test and like to see if you see, like, I just start seeing those images and like, and then like things change. I don't know how to think about letters. It's not even letters. It's like, yeah, like it's just like my vision becomes distorted. Like it's just, I get like, of course, you're extremely hot, but like it's like you feel, I feel like I'm about to pass out type stuff. But, That's how I feel. That's how I know when you know that happens. And what
0: if you did pass out? There are people that do pass out every time they orgasm. I mean, that's every time, though. I
2: guess you just throw water. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so then is there a difference? (laughs) Is there a difference between coming and having an orgasm for a woman?
0: Okay, so at first I didn't really. It, people would say that I didn't really believe that, but now I kind of I can see how that happens because like coming is like and correct me if I'm wrong, Jennifer, but coming is like when it's like an actual physical like the, the liquid secretion that comes out of you, and then an <laughs> orgasm is is what you feel like the um so you can come as in like your your vagina Yeah a lot more wet during sexual intercourse because that secretion is coming out, but you may not have an orgasm like you may not feel it if that makes sense.
3: That's right. I'm right. So, in short, no, but some of what you told is super relevant to the conversation. So, an orgasm is a a process that happens within your body. Like, it it is an actual, like, peak and decline in your nervous system, in your uh, in your reproductive system. I mean, if you are um, a spiritually inclined person, there is something that happens within your chakras and you your ability to like feel light and feel like your highest self um, as you experience orgasm. Coming means whatever you want it to. Coming doesn't have a dictionary definition. It is a slang term that people made up. And it means whatever it is that it means to you when you say it. Um, It could mean that you squirt. It could mean that your toes curl. It could mean that you scream. It could mean that you dig your nails in uh, in your partner's back. It could mean that's the point where you throw your vibrator across the room. Like, whatever it is for you, that's what it means. Because it's a slang term that really has no, like, solid definition. I mean, I know folks are probably gonna listen to this and like Google coming and be like, see, it's on Urban Dictionary. So it means what this person typed in. That's because that's what they it means to them. Um, And so whatever coming means when you say it, that's what it means. Hmm,
2: that's interesting. I never looked at it like that. I always thought, okay, okay. So like have, okay, so have you ever like, been with the partner and like they like okay of course we all have boundaries like you stated before earlier in the conversation have you ever been, had an experience where like someone kind of like crossed that boundary and like it was a no-no for you but now as you've gotten older it's like something you're interested in now trying like you're more open to it has there ever been an experience that you've ever experienced like that
3: yes um I will say there are plenty of things that once upon a time I didn't think I would be into or open to. And as I have learned more, as I've connected with other people, as I've read and watched all sorts of shit, um, I'm definitely open to things that I never thought I'd be open to. Um, I'm assuming that you want an example. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll go ahead and give one. Um, let's see, how, how extreme do we want to get here? Cause I'm. I'm I was like, okay. Your answer is going to depend, depend
0: depend on my, I mean, it's gauged on yours. So you, you start first and I'm, I'm going to go.
3: Okay. So once upon a time, there was no way in hell that I could have possibly understood water sports. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why people would want to be peed on or want to pee on other Mm. people. Mm. I thought that pee was a completely unrelated bodily function that should not have anything to do with sex or arousal or being turned on or being with a partner. Now, I get it. Mm -hmm. I have never tried it before, Um, but it's something that I'm definitely open to because as I have, again, explored um, lots of reading, lots of watching things, lots of talks with other folks in the kink world and in the sexuality world, um, it's something that is definitely appealing to me. I see the appeal of the exchange of power, even just like the feeling of like warmth like warmth is a comforting feeling and so as the liquid leaves your body it is warm and warmth feels good on your skin um and even like the logistics of something like water sports when you think about like oh no i don't want nobody peeing in my bed that's gross but if we do it in the shower or in the bathtub, then like mm, less gross, less clean up. So mm-hmm. it's something that I've definitely like reframed my thinking around and it has definitely opened my mind, not only to like, okay, I understand why other people do it, but like, Hmm, I'd be open to trying mm-hmm. that.
2: But would you, but what made to you see change your, your mind?
3: Mouth? Wait, there were two different questions that came <laughs>
2: I was saying, would you let someone <laughs> pee in your mouth, though? Because you talk about them peeing on your body, but would you? Because some people let she pee your in, so in your business She's in your business. She's
3: in your business. Not something that I'm open to because I don't particularly like the smell of it, so I'm not attracted to the potential taste of it either. um But like, that's also something that might change. I don't know. Like that's I, something I've accepted about myself is that like. My mentality around most sexual things can evolve the more I know yeah. about them, the more I learn. This about is
0: true, it. this is true. Because uh, uh, uh. okay, what changed your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen, I used to be anti a lot of things, and so listen, there's not a lot of things that I won't do. I'm, I okay, scared. so what
2: are you not anti anymore? What's one thing that switched for you, Crystal? Oh
0: my gosh, put me on the spot. I um, um let mean. me
2: see. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so (laughs) it's actually crazy because I've had this conversation with somebody. um, And at first I was like, oh, like you let people spit on you? Like you would would exchange like spit between each other? And I had the conversation with the person. They were like, yeah, like it's really not as bad as you think it is. And I actually tried it. And y'all, it's kind of like it gives you a little rush. I can't lie. Yeah, it's, I was
0: gonna say it, that too, because but I've never tried it, so I was just like, I don't want to, you know. I was gonna say that, I, like at first, I've had this conversation. I think with Michelle and Jordan, I was like, disgusting. There's no, way I would ever let nobody spit up. Like, but now I'm, I'm open to it. Not, I haven't tried it, but I'm, I'm definitely open
2: to it. At first, so I brought it up to
1: spit the on you, spit on you, or spit in your
2: no, mouth, in your mouth, <laughs> in, in my mouth, in the mouth. Not on me, please, not on me, it, <laughs> for me. <it was, laughs> It was on me and in my mouth. So it was like so I brought the I brought it up to the person and I was like, Well, would you be open to trying this? I was like, I mean, I think I wanna do this, but I'm not sure And he was like, Well, you know, let's just see how things go. And he just like randomly did it in the middle and I was just like at first like he even saw my face. I was like taken aback, I was like, You just spit on me, like you just spit my like you know but then like we just kept going and it just worked. I can't lie, it just worked. I feel it. Y'all were going spit for spit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like, how were y'all? Like, you know, it, was like, like, you it was know, was like, like oh, I don't know. Stop. I don't know. Like, see, mouth. I'm sorry. You know, it's crazy. Like with stuff like that, like I don't. Like, I'm like I'm anti a lot of things, but like with this whole spitting thing, I can't grasp it in my mind. Cause like to me when. I, you're, you're not, not I think spitting, is that, I, hawking loogies. You're not hawking. Oh, loogies. It's like, yeah, that's what it's I think so when cute. someone's spitting.
0: No, 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 no. You're not hawking. It's just extra saliva no, from when you're it's kissing.
3: It's saliva, like yeah, it's from when y'all are kissing. kissing. Yeah. Um, also, a suggestion: if that's something that you're like open to trying, rather than going straight into like spit swapping, you can try like spitting something into each other's mouths. Whether it be like, like a, a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, a piece of candy, gum, um, or even like if one of you is drinking wine and you spit some into the other person's mouth, that's a way to kind of ease into the idea of spit swapping because you already have the taste of something familiar um, in Mm -hmm. your mouth.
1: And you know what's crazy? They actually do like, I guess, spit swapping a lot on Love Island. Like they have so many games oh, yeah, on Love yeah, Island yeah. where they spit They're like from mouth to transferring mouth transferring chocolate
0: mouth. milk. And I just was like, Oh my gosh, I would never that's crazy because like I wouldn't do that. Spit cool, but we're not transferring food. Sorry, not for me. No, I don't want chocolate oh yeah, love island. I was going to say, yeah, I don't want chocolate milk from your mouth in mine. That's just weird. <laughs> like weird it doesn't taste like chocolate milk anymore
2: how do you know i don't know but i just imagine to be weird. i feel no, like no, now man. the spit has a taste
1: okay so i have a question um so if you wanted to introduce like you and your partner or whoever the person is like toys what's your angle are you just gonna bring them out in the middle of what y'all got going on or are you gonna ask in advance what would be y'all's angle for that
3: Okay. So my answer to this is an unpopular opinion, but here it is. I think that there should be a conversation completely separate from the sex that you plan on including this in. Um, What a lot of people will do is like sneak toys into the sex. Like they'll be fucking their partner, however they usually do it. And then like, a vibrator comes out of nowhere or like there's a plug in their butt that wasn't there before or like some some other toy that was never discussed never talked about never seen never budgeted for like just appears don't do that um you could potentially do a lot of damage if you don't know somebody's background with trauma or consent violations you could really ruin your fucking relationship by just inserting something into their body or introducing a sensation that they were not prepared for. So I think it's really important to have conversations about toys, about kink, about restraint, about anything that you're trying to introduce outside of the actual sex. Um, And so one way I think that um, introducing toys can become a pretty simple conversation, just send a link to your partner of a toy that you were looking at and be like, I'm thinking about getting this. What do you think? And then that opens up the conversation like, oh, were you getting it for yourself? No, I was thinking about getting it for us to use together. I think it would feel really good to hold on your clip while I'm inside you. Like, you can really have a dialogue about how it would work. So they're prepared. And also able to say, nah, I'm not into that or like, well, you can order it, but like keep it on reserve because I'm not ready yet. So it gives you a lot of different ways that the conversation can go rather than being in the heat of the moment. And it's either accept what is happening or run the fuck away i don't want to put anybody in that situation and i would hope that the people we're trusting with our sexual selves um are people who don't want to put us in those situations because i was
0: going to say like what would y'all do if like you 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 had a man or somebody you dated having sex with and they just come like y'all fucking and he just pulled out a vibrator but hold on just pulled out a vibrator
2: i had someone try that with me i think i'd be kind of confused a little bit i'm not even gonna lie but you'd be like okay or would you tell him to stop I, I, I know myself. and I'd be like, whoa, like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, you know, because it's like, like what Jennifer said, like, we never talked about this. Like, this is random. Like, mm-hmm. I'm now shocked and like, low key, little violated because like, what's going on? Like, am I not enough? Like, why are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. many things are going across my head.
3: Not only and that, I remember I, where do you I keep read, this? Oh. Did you clean it before you put it on my body? What is this made out of? Like I have actual yeah. concerns about the the object right. itself in addition to why you felt it was appropriate to just do something without my consent. So like there's there's multiple considerations like you said in that moment that could really fuck up that, not only that moment, but your trust in this person completely. So that is why I say it's important to have that conversation well before the sex that you mm-hmm. plan on including it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were you, what were you saying, Michelle?
4: No, I was going to say pretty much she said the same thing about how like, I think I read somewhere where a situation like that happened, like someone tried to introduce a toy and they was like, no, like, is this new? Like, you cannot be using the same toy that you used on me that you use on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not clean. And I didn't even, th- I thought about it, I, was like, I didn't even think about it like that, you know? Like, it is important to, you know, I mean. Have
3: that conversation well, before, I'm not going to yeah. lie, because
4: I, w- we I was actually,
2: so we weren't, a, we weren't having sex yet but we were like getting to like the beginning stage of it or he was like yeah and he was like oh i have something for you so i'm looking like okay and y'all know okay i know y'all seen this like candy before y'all know like that long lollipop that's like a spiral with yeah on it so he pulled out like a dildo that looked like that i was like what I was so taken aback, y'all. I was just like... A dildo or a vibrator? I don't... Okay, maybe I don't know the difference. Oh, vi- it was probably vibrates, a vibrator vibrates, right? I think it was a vibrator because it, it moved. <laughs> Not it moved. It's a it robot. Moved. It moved. <laughs> it moved. So he pulled that out and I was just like, whoa. Like, it, exactly what Paulette said, I literally was like, whoa. And like I scooted back and I was just like, where is this coming from? Like, we didn't talk about this. Like, you didn't ask me like... Was this a boundary for me? Like you didn't even ask me like if it was something like So did you like, let him use it? No, because it, it, it mm-hmm. just came out like with no case or nothing on it. I don't know where that thing has been. It's like yeah. it's like me pulling out like anal beads for him and just, oh I, I got something for you <laughs> pulling out my pocket. Like no. <laughs> yeah, because you gotta make sure things are clean and stuff like the remember the bo- the human body man.
1: What, what if know. it's y'all's toys that y'all bring out? Are y'all gonna no. ask or y'all just gonna bring them to the party?
0: Oh, like my personal toy to use on him, on them, not on
1: him, but just
0: on yourselves,
1: so he can use it on you oh well i don't know i still think that's a conversation because i don't know niggas Don't i mean i guess
0: you got to know each other's chemistry because it's like you know what type of nigga you have you could just pull out shit and he'll just go with the flow and you know you sometimes people don't have that type of nigga where he's just gonna be like what the fuck like what you want me to do with this (laughs) like like what's going on so i mean it depends on who you're dating so i I don't know maybe i should you just because i'm spontaneous so if i was to do something like that i feel like the person who i was with would be like okay cool i know i see where she's going
2: with this Shit know i think it still has to be a conversation though <laughs> i feel like a con- i feel like a conversation needs to be had about every and anything before y'all actually get into the bedroom together because there's so many like you really don't know like that person's sexual history and what they've been through so there might be like certain ways that you even just like grab them or like you know, like some women like to be choked, whereas some women are er, men, men as well, they might think of choking as like, it might take them back to something in the past that happened to them. So I feel like it's just conversations y'all have to have with each other before y'all actually get into the bed together. Because yeah,
0: right.
1: Loki, I thought to point. pull it out, and he's like, oh, I'm about to use it for myself. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Nikki, you make a good point because I was actually watching Euphoria uh it was like on the other day like uh i don't know if everyone watched it's a show on hbo with zendaya and whatever. but there was a scene where like a guy and a girl were fucking or whatever and he went to choke her and like she was like stop 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 like she like freaked out and he's like oh i'm so sorry she's like honestly she he was like oh i thought you'd be into it she was like i mean i could have been if we would have had a conversation before you went to choke me first and i was like dang like i kind of understood what she was saying because it's just like if you would have told me that that was something that you wanted to do she was like i might have been like down for it, but because you caught me so off guard i had to stop us completely having sex because i wasn't prepared for that so it makes sense like sometimes you actually do have to have conversations with whoever you're with because if not it can actually turn like really awkward very fast
2: extremely fast um because yeah I know someone that basically they were like, you know, having sex or whatever. And like the man went to like, they were like, oh, Um, they asked the man to choke them. And like the man literally was like froze up, like frozen was like, don't don't ask me to do that. I'm not doing that literally in the middle and stopped because it just made them feel uncomfortable. So I want to know, are y'all having these conversations with y'all's like boyfriends, partners before y'all or girl anything before y'all? have intimate encounters are y'all actually talking are any of y'all actually having these conversations because i know like we're advising people to do that but do y'all do that as well
0: Mm honestly okay like, I've, honest. I've nev- yeah no i've never I, I don't but again i've never done anything like super outrageous or i've never done anything outside the norm let me say that that um so it but i feel like if i was to we probably like texted about it you know we haven't had like a sit down like hey let's talk about the different things you know we probably texted about it while sexting mm-hmm. or something and, and then it just like randomly happened like in the future like it was like okay today's the day i'm gonna do it, or today's the day that this gonna happen it just randomly
2: happened it depends on the moment you know the mood is right
4: that's, that's
2: true yeah i think with me it's like go ahead sorry no mm, you yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna say i think with me i kind of do it like more like how jennifer said i throw it in. That's like more of a casual thing. It's like, oh, hey, like, have you ever thought about doing this? And it kind of just sparks up a conversation like, okay, so what have you wanted to do that you've never tried? And I've had those conversations like with other people that way. It's like, okay, I know that in the back of my head, this is something that you want to try. And eventually they bring it up again, like, hey, like, is this something that you actually want to try? And I remember someone brought it up to me something that I had at, it was, it was about um, eating ass. And they were like, is it something that you actually want to try? And then I really thought about it. I was like, mm, I don't think I want to do that anymore. I don't think it's something that I want to do. And they're like, okay, cool. And like, we just left it at that. So I think if you can bring it up like in a casual way, it makes it, it's like, it's not, it doesn't have to be like this super formal conversation, you know? Yeah. So make, so it won't be awkward. I feel like that's the issue. And people
3: it all down to consent. Like consent is the foundation of all human interactions. And I think that this pandemic in particular has really made us reframe and really think about how we interact with each other in terms of consent. So asking people, can I hug you? Knowing that like, even that can be a health risk um, really puts acknowledging and accepting people's answers Um, in our like day-to-day dialogue. And that needs to absolutely be translated into how we talk about sex and how we interact with our sexual partners. And so including something that you didn't ask about, inserting something into somebody's body or introducing a sensation that their body is not familiar with or may be familiar with in an unpleasant or traumatic way um, should all be conversations centered around their consent. Um, Consent is is way beyond whether or not you want to have sex. Um, Consent is way beyond, I mean, in in many cases, consent is way beyond yes or no. There are conditions that like, oh, this might be okay after I get to know you better. This might be okay after I had a drink. This might be okay on your birthday, but like not an everyday thing. And so it's important to know what those nuances and know what those conditions are beyond the yes and no
2: okay so we're saying consent so like so we're consenting okay you consented action is going so what's like a no-no for y'all in the bedroom like no and you're not turning back for me it's a definite no what's a no-no for y'all
0: I'll say this for now until I grow up, but facials are a no for me. And there's two reasons why. Because I wear contacts and I have poor, poor, poor vision. And because I wear lashes and they're very expensive. So if either of them two are messed up, which I don't want, my, eye, my eyes are very delicate. Like I've had every single eye problem in the book that you could probably name. So if this shit accidentally lands in my eyes, I'd probably be more pissed than anything. So and then my lashes, again, are expensive. So it's just enough for me. But now, until okay. I have a husband if I get one.
2: Okay, Jennifer.
3: Uh, for me, my, my hard limit, well, I have a few, uh, but I'll share. One of my hard limits is drunk sex. I don't do drunk sex. I think that mm. um, just in terms of consent, it's really hard to, to give actual yeah. enthusiastic consent. Yeah when you are impaired to the level of drunkness um and so like Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily trust somebody's yes if i know that they're fucked up um and also your body doesn't self-lubricate the way that it usually does when you're drunk and so it's just not as pleasurable um your body's dehydrated because alcohol is taking up all your water molecules so yeah i don't do drunk sex
2: okay Michelle. you
3: just say you don't do it with your partners at all or you just like just with ca- casual dating Mm-mm. you don't do it I don't do drunk sex at all oh I feel that what about high oh high sex
2: is lit <laughs> <laughs> I feel
0: that too child it is It, is,
2: but it I feel is.
0: Like, I'm little, like, that cotton out do something serious to you during sex I don't know if that
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> listen my body dry as hell okay <laughs> Yeah, Keep a word. nice little birthstone on the
0: nightstand, and you will be okay. Oh <laughs> yeah, I guess I got to because shit. Like, listen, <laughs> I can't.
1: So, I have a question for y'all. So, I guess, what do you prefer, or I guess, what do you assume to be better? Do you like planned sex or do you like when it randomly happens? Like, which category do you think you fall into—planned or random? With what do y'all random? Think? i like random
4: i I feel like when you plan it it's just so forced and they just happen, and it's just like oh you realize that the that the whole the whole pleasure of it is in the spontaneity of it and once it becomes planned it's like it's like now it's planned it's not lit no more but at the same time (laughs) do you
2: consider this planned or like random so like you know if you haven't seen someone in a while and you already know like once you see them it's gonna go down I feel like that's kind of planned, but sometimes it's like you're so excited to see them. It's still really good.
4: I mean, too, but it's not like if you was like okay so I'm gonna pick you up at 9pm we have the hotel we're gonna be there at 10 o'clock we have 30 minutes before the restaurant Makes that'd be different because it's like if you planned it out like that you'd be like okay see so now it's not lit I know what I'm expecting but if it was just like I think but it's not for sure but if everything works out how it's supposed to then you know then it's lit you know yeah mm-hmm. not, not even
1: just like that though but I think that like if you haven't seen anybody in a minute or like I think in just the way that y'all talk, like y'all know what's gonna go down, and little things are said. We're like, okay, you know what's about to go down that evening, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like words. sometimes you drop a little comments. Like I don't know. I'm like I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm a person where like, actually never mind. Let me shut up because if not, I'm gonna just remove it. Stop. Be dropping his Like <laughs> never mind, I'm gonna just shut up because if not, I'm gonna remove it. Like,
2: <laughs> okay. okay, then here's my question for y'all. So it's kind of switching a little bit gears. Why do y'all feel like people get into, like, these ruts whenever it comes to sex? Like, let's say that y'all been married and y'all been having sex for a while. And almost it's like the sexual chemistry just goes away. Why do y'all feel like that happens?
0: I feel like, for me, the sexual chemistry is the last thing that goes. Shit, I'll be over the whole motherfucking person. <laughs> and that's good. <laughs> but So I, I can answer that question.
2: I would say like people change people start becoming into other things you know and it's, it's sometimes it's sometimes it's normal for that to happen however that's when you find ways to like spice things yeah. up and like get the chemistry back on track you know what I'm saying like you can't keep doing like you can't keep doing the same thing it's going to get boring eventually you know what I'm saying people are going to get tired and it's not going to be something someone looks forward to it. however if you switch it up you know how to just like bring your A game or like a different game Sometimes, like to different sessions, and y'all be straight. Just spice things up. Figure, figure, read, educate yourself on ways to, like, you know, please your partner in different ways. You know, that's not the norm. So, what are some ways to spice up the, um, the bedroom? Or not the bedroom, sex? I like role playing.
0: <laughs> role play? Have you role played before, Paula? Or you just like
2: it.
1: I like role playing. Have I give y'all something I like. like gone out in a public space like and after like you didn't know who your partner was or whoever have any of y'all done
3: that
1: no i think nikki damn did it
3: yeah that's a very like stereotypical <laughs> movie definition of what role-playing is role-playing is essentially like being anything outside of who you are in that moment you can role-play as who you were when you were nineteen, you can mm. role play as the firefighter and the person whose kitchen is burning down. Like you can <laughs> role play as literally anything that you think of, but so many movies and TV shows have portrayed role playing as a husband and wife going to a bar wearing bad wigs and trench coats and saying, "Hey, stranger, come here often." That is literally one role. <laughs> there are infinite numbers of others
2: literally (laughs) literally oh that's funny (laughs) but I did want to ask y'all okay just one thing and I I need an answer from everybody because there's no judgment here what is one thing you would do in the bedroom and not be judged for that I would do in the bedroom you would do like if you had if you could do this in the bedroom there'd be no judgment what's one thing you would do
1: Already don't be getting judged. Oh, it's no judgment. It's me, my nigga. Like, I, yeah, like, okay, like I'm, The whole I, out about I it?
4: There's nothing. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I don't What's care. That's my nigga. What's I think not between. Like,
4: out? like, say it's like something that if, if someone wants to see this, like. Like, no inhibition. Like, for instance, like, someone be like, oh, if I could do this and nobody would judge me, I can get away with it, I would have sex on the Empire State Building. Like, something like that, where it's just like, that would be wow. super lit. You know what I mean? And no one would be able to judge me for it. Like, you get one car where you could just use the Will Smith little flash and be like, you didn't see that. <laughs> like, pick. It can't be nothing uh, vanilla either. Uh,
0: you said it can't be nothing what?
4: Vanilla. vanilla.
3: OK, so what's yours? I want you to add like a, a caveat or just like some context to that question. A lot of our judgment is internal. A lot of our judgment has nothing to do with our partner or who we with. A, a lot of our judgment is like going up against something that our parents told us about sex or some religious thing that we're holding on to or something that it's like, oh, I won't be respected out in the world if my kid's teacher knows that I do this or if my boss finds out that I do this it's a lot of like like implied and assumed fear of like rejection or judgment or whatever else so like even outside of the context of like oh I'm comfortable with my partner if you were fully comfortable in yourself if you were living in your full sexual truth like what is something that you would do that you haven't allowed yourself to do Ooh, yet yeah perfect pop it off michelle
4: okay i would say for me if i had to i said it can't be vanilla it might be a little vanilla but i think to me it would be like make a tape but not like like no like an actual like production like team a production team. In, like, ah, shit. like it, if it ever got leaked on some kim k stuff like it'd be like okay I see, sis. Like I'm going to pay see you. We see why that nigga, nigga <laughs> with
0: her. We see why that nigga with her. <laughs>
4: you know, like, like, to the point, like I would have to shop it around if it got leaked because it's like, now like, y'all about to pay me my coin for this. Like I want it to be on that level of just like A A1 production. Like I want Ava DuVernay to come in and produce it. Like I want it to be. That I feel you, top tier. That's a good <laughs> top <win>. tier.
2: <laughs> I mean, for me, I want him. To gather up all his friends, all in one room, <laughs> and I'm gonna put on a show in front of uh-huh. all of his friends with him. That I that yeah, sounds that, so lit. I swore I was trying to be about that. Like I tried that so many times, and then, like <laughs> I'm scared, scared because like, it's like who's looking somebody, at my booty hole? Somebody have their phone out and it just be all over the internet. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Not even like, I need to know who's looking at my
2: asshole. (laughs) What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jory? I really, I still really don't understand the question because literally, if I'm comfortable with somebody, all things are off. Like, 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 who was to see that? Like, I'm comfortable in that moment. So, if anything was to get out, it would just get out, if that makes sense. And that's okay. So,
2: the type of work that I put in. So, with me, like, Like, I would, if I had, like, a fine-ass boss, I would want to, like, have an affair with him and we'd be just fucking in the office when, like, you know, lunch break, you know, in between work. Why he got to be married, though? Why you can't just... Not even even married. Like, I'm just saying, have a little love affair at the workplace. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I know right when I get there, we're going to have morning sex. And then lunchtime, okay, don't leave today. Like, we'll have lunch in your office and, like, get it cracking. And then when everyone leaves the office, we just fucking all the time and it's like no one knows you got this like out.
1: Huh?
2: <laughs> you know similar but like, i think i think that would be so much fun like you're just living in this alternate world and no one knows what's going on in plain sight
0: have you ever had sex on a balcony like in a public place
2: no yeah no
0: uh, those two different questions but like balcony was the question no that's outside no yes like a hotel balcony, not like your apartment
4: balcony. That's kind of weird. No. Okay, damn. Both. <laughs> she said what she said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is facts.
2: These are big facts. Okay, Crystal, your answer? There's um, no so need to hmm. lie because I feel like you can relate to the question if you asked it.
0: <laughs> no, I can, but I was like, that would be it, but I was like, I've done that before, so now I'm just like, no, oh, I Oh, of okay, um, girl. Yeah, girl. Skyline was hitting.
1: I think it was, like a vibe. It it was we were on like the thirtieth floor.
0: Yeah, we were on like the thirtieth floor. So it was a vibe. It wasn't just like a regular yeah. It, it was it was a it was a really nice hotel. Yeah. And they had like a ocean view. It was very nice.
2: Oh, nice. was it in Miami? <laughs> no. You, you ain't have business. You in her You're business. You really in my business. I don't know any You ocean. in my business. Okay. Dallas. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you really this. Like, I know it's an skinny. Atlantic Ocean and a Pacific Ocean, and it be by the coastline, so it has to- Girl! Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the question, about the balcony? No. Well, it's like, well, both.
4: About the- yeah.
3: Oh, um, so I was thinking about that real hard, because I was about to say no, but then I was like, I'm me. Of course I have. Let me think really hard. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> I have, it was the balcony at my former job and it was early, early in the morning before the office opened. So Uh. the sun was still rising. And was this really beautiful, like orangey hue through the clouds, and just uh, it was it was beautiful. I didn't want to remember at your face. Things, You're so like, happy. Like, telling. The first person <laughs> I did it with, because like oh. fuck with no more. However, oh. it was a really beautiful experience, and it was our first time together. So oh, uh. that was like yeah, in the office. Was y'all co-workers? No, we weren't co-workers. You and her business. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um, I was in a relationship at the time, an open relationship, so I wasn't cheating, but one of our rules was that I couldn't have other partners at our house. Um, I lived with my partner at the time, and so I thought it would be fun to just have her come to my office early in the morning, and then I went to her place during my lunch break, and then I went back to her place after work so we could finish. It was lit. I'm talking about
0: let me tell y'all some nah nah y'all the way right mm-hmm. no nah, there was the way she getting it, listen sex flashbacks be real bro sex flashbacks be so real because the way she was over there getting
3: jennifer we see you get a little twinkly eyes yeah, that shit was lit now i'm mad that i'm thinking about this nigga, yeah
4: that's all like sex flashbacks be real as fuck like ugh. So let's circle back to the other question if you had to choose something you could do without well I guess you you seem like you, you said you sexy flu but if you have to choose something if you can get away with without judgment
3: so I love an audience um but all of my audiences thus far have been like organic like I was just doing something and then people decided that they were watching or like it was a group thing that just kind of broke off um but I would really love like an intentional audience like to put on a sex show like people got to pay tickets for and like okay it's it's a real real thing like people come to see me fuck i would love to do that
2: i feel that dang damn ladies y'all okay i I guess because
3: in hearing
4: you ask that question i guess i would ask do you have any questions for us or anything that you want to hear us answer
3: oh i love it yes now i get to interview y'all um my question would be what what were you first told about sex, and then I guess like the the follow up would be, do you still believe it?
2: Huh. Hmm. Uh, I don't even think I was told be, about sex. Keep, yeah. I was gonna keep it honest. I wasn't really told much about sex, other than wait till you're married, this and that. And honestly, to answer your second, one, do I believe it? Obviously, no, because like I had premarital sex so i don't believe in that but like that's all i was really told about sex nothing else Mm -hmm. unfortunately i think think honestly like the only thing i really heard about sex was all boys want from you is sex so stay away from them
4: and i still believe that (laughs) 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 i guess um I guess for me, I guess I wasn't really told anything, but maybe I fed into, like, this narrative of, like, what it should be, and I feel like it's something that a guy should initiate, he should be in control, and he's going to know everything, he's going to teach you, and the more you grow, you realize that it really is a partnership that you're allowed to initiate it when you feel like it. You're allowed to not want it. He's allowed to not want it sometimes, because sometimes you feel like when you want it, a guy should want it. If he don't, that's weird. Like, guys want it all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. But you realize, like, no, that's not always the case. Niggas be tired, too, you know? So I feel like just understanding that, like, it's more of a... I don't know, it's not as boxed in as you would think it was, I guess, for me.
3: Did everybody answer? Oh, sorry, I was muted, bitch I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> was you mean? No, I would, would say the same. video wasn't.
0: <laughs> no, because my, okay. Uh, no, but I would say the same thing as kind of what Michelle was saying. Like, I really wasn't taught much about it, but like, it's more so of like, oh, you know what? I will say like in middle schoolish, high schoolish, like it was like, you know, the more you have sex, you're a slut, you're a hoe, you know? And that's not the case now. Cause it's like, if you want to do it, we're all grown adults, do whatever you want. As long as you're protecting yourself, it's fine. But yeah, like the whole like, oh, she, that body count bullshit, that's fuck whoever you want. It's just protect yourself. Like I said, mm-hmm.
4: so I don't believe it anymore. Yori? Right. Yeah, because like, remember when everybody used to be like, oh, you loose if you have sex with a bunch of guys. And I used to always be like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense, because if you have sex with 10 guys and you have one <laughs> a month, compared to having a relationship and have sex with the same guy every day, how does that girl become looser than this one? You know what I mean? I was like, that never made sense to me. Yeah. I don't think yeah, there's
3: a really misconception. common misconception that I'm glad people with vaginas are learning their own bodies well enough to know that that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, the vaginal canal is essentially a muscle. So as you work it out, it actually becomes stronger and it's to do more. Um, and also we push babies out of there and babies are bigger than dicks. So it does not make any sense that niggas really believe that their dicks are going to do damage that babies don't do. Um, and so that is a, like I said, it's a common misconception. It's a question that gets asked a lot. Um, And I'm really glad that people with vaginas are standing in their own autonomy and their own knowledge of their bodies, able to say like, nah, nigga, that's just simply not how this pussy works. Pussy is power. (laughs) I do, I do want to say before we wrap it up,
2: um, Jennifer, <clears throat> do you have any tips for our listeners? Anything that you want to tell them before we go? Or for us. <clears throat> or, yeah.
3: Um, so my my business poet pleasure coaching is called that not only because poetry is my first love, but because my philosophy is to put pleasure over everything. Um, Your pleasure is what matters when you are having sex. Um, Your pleasure is what matters as you sustain being an oppressed person in this country and in the body that you were born into as a black femme. And so it's really important that you figure out what makes you feel good and that you don't rely on other people as your only sources of pleasure. Um, And so that is a very flighty way to say masturbate. Touch yourself. Um, get in touch with your body. A lot of people look at masturbation as cheating, which it's not. Um, a lot of people look at masturbation as this thing that you can only do when you're single or you only do, you know, separate from a partnership. And and masturbation is a part of a healthy self-love practice. Um, and it doesn't always have to be for the purpose of orgasm. It can literally just be you. Telling your pussy hello. You can look at it in the mirror. You can spend some extra time with it in the shower. Um, You can, you know, shoot the little faucet up there a little bit. Show it some extra love. But it's really important (laughs) that... You are your primary source of pleasure, even if that means simply being able to communicate what it is that you like with a partner rather than relying on them to figure it out. Um and so I always say I don't trust people that say they don't masturbate. Um but, but I think that oh. how do you I mean
0: if because I don't really do it, but it's like, because for me, like the enjoyable thing about sex is the intimacy with your partner. So that's what it tops it off for me. So it's like, I guess, yeah, very true. So it's like, what would be like some ways you can get comfortable with like crossing that bound or crossing that?
3: Have so, to do so, I mean, it's it's honestly, you just do it. You're with yourself 100% of the time. You can have sex with your partner when you're with your partner. Uh, but when you are with yourself, you get to do whatever you want to do with yourself. Um, like I said, you can spend extra time touching yourself in the mirror. You can put a shea butter on real slow after you get out the shower. Um, you can just lay in bed and You can use a toy or not. You can use your hands or not. You can hump something like you can allow yourself to experience different feelings. And again, it doesn't have to be for the purpose of having an orgasm. It can just be to see how something feels. There are plenty of people who say they don't think they have a G-spot or don't know where their G-spot is. Stick your fingers in there and see if you can find it. Like, you get to be the expert on your own body and your own pleasure. And so if you want to rely on a partner for orgasms, that is totally fine. But you, like I said, you're with yourself 100% of the time. And so you might be upset with your partner and still want to come. You might be out of town, on vacation, doing something, like whatever it is. Like, it shouldn't be oh I'm not with my partner so I don't get to experience pleasure um, so it's really important that you have that relationship and that foundational intimacy with yourself even within a partnership I like that yeah I never
2: thought about it like that something to think about uh, shit. I don't know. think Thank about you.
0: that next time you try to pop your pussy basically <laughs> <laughs>
3: well that wraps up everybody's homework is to go look at they pussy just look at it say hello just hold a mirror between your legs or stand in front of the full length and spread it out just look at
2: it ladies she's talking to (laughs) y'all and I'm gonna get an A plus don't know it's okay I got (laughs) y'all
3: Well, guys, that wraps up another episode. What their penises look like? Like, if you got a dick, you know what it looked like. You looking in the mirror, you look down, you see it. Ah, it's there. (laughs) But, like, if you have a pussy, you might not have ever actually looked at it. Like, you see the the mons pubis. You see where your hair grows, and you know that, like, you're washing between the lips. But you might not have actually ever looked at it. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage... Everybody with a pussy, or whatever you call it, to spend some time looking at it, getting to know it, and really incorporating this into your understanding of your body.
4: Okay, I like that. that works.
2: Well, guys, she, Jennifer, you done giving us a whole bunch of tips tonight, and I hope Mm -hmm. y'all been taking notes, okay? So, I don't want to hear nobody saying that they don't know how to please themselves, because look, she gave all the gems tonight, okay? So, that will wrap up another episode of Petty Party Podcast. Thank you, Jennifer, for coming on today and, you know, giving us, you know, information about sex and, honestly, practicing using our pronouns, and also, where can our listeners and followers find you at, if you don't mind us asking?
3: You can find me on Instagram at Sled of the Month. Um, You can find me on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash poet Jennifer Eden. Um, A lot of my content is most likely going to be moving to Patreon because Instagram's community uh, guidelines are being updated to further censor and silence sex workers and sex educators. And so it is becoming increasingly difficult to share sexuality and sex educational content on Instagram. Um, And so it's really important that you connect with the people whose voices you respect um, so that you can find where else they're gonna be Once Instagram inevitably gets rid of all of us. So for the time being, you can find me on Instagram at Slut of the Month. Um, You can also support my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash poet Jennifer Eden. And I also have a listing of upcoming events and classes in the link in my bio on my Instagram or you can skip that step and just go to my Linktree. So it's Linktree slash Poet Jennifer Eden. Um, and that'll give you everywhere you can find me this month. All my classes, all my events, all my virtual shows, all my talkbacks, all my everything. Okay. And also, we'll add all we'll, that in the description. Yeah, we'll also,
2: in our description, put that link there. So just if y'all want to, you know, find out any more information, you can just click that link directly in our bio. And so, once again, y'all, if y'all have a moto or a petty chronicle you would like to share, you can email us at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com. If you don't feel safe, if you don't feel like an email is a safe place because you're scared of it being forwarded, which it will never, you can also DM us and then we can reach you. We can communicate through there as well. Also, our instagram page is at petty party podcast and our twitter page is at petty party pod so reach out to us interact with us on there also make sure when you ever are wearing our merchandise and you post a picture use our hashtag petty party podcast and so this is your girl amaka let signing out hi y'all it's crystal signing out
1: hi guys it's jory
4: Bye y'all, let's eat it.
2: And it's just Nick signing out. Thanks for listening again. Yeah.
3: Give me a P. Gimme a E. Gimme a T am petty all the time.